Blog Talk Radio. And during the few moments that we have left, we want to talk right down to earth in a language that everybody here can easily understand. tired from the flight or maybe full of you know interesting raiderisms because granny has now converted to being a raiders fan even though she disagrees even though she will disagree wholeheartedly she is and will always be in denial but that's not the point, folks. We're not focusing on that today. Today was a focus on how chaotic Monday Night Raw started off the night. I mean, Bobby Lashley, Braun Strowman spearing themselves through the freaking Tron. It's like, if anything you can do, I can do better. Commercial uh, between, if you look at the comparison of, you know, Michael Jordan, Mia Ham, I believe it was. Yes, Mia Ham, the women's soccer player. Let me just um, tell you, AEW and WWE is about to get redonkulous. I can tell you from experience of watching the Monday Night Wars alongside of many other dedicated pro wrestling fans that watched WCW, WWE, and some of us who watched ECW. How is AEW chaotic? I mean, look, at Joey Janela had his tights taken off, his socks taken off, and he was slammed barefoot onto thumbtacks by John Moxley. Jimmy Havoc, you're the man, dude. I don't care what no one says. The matches that AEW is producing, the matches that WWE is producing, It's amazing to me how many people forget that WWE has been through this before. Am I pro-WWE? No. I mean, I used to be pretty amped about WCW when they were a thing. Um, 
I liked ECW until they ran out of names and had everyone and their mother was going to WWE. So if we want to recap Monday Night Raw, I guess we can do so because it's not something I normally do twice, folks. I hate doing Deja Vu nights, but we are going to be switching times due to some changes, some much-needed changes for Wrestle Radio Network. I will stop sounding like I'm on a phone conversation because it's very unprofessional of me. Sorry, folks, I'm answering your questions as best I can. And if you hear me long pause, it's because I love you all so much. Not long time, but I love you. Thank you, UK. What's up, United States? Happy. Let's see here. The United States is 1776. Carry the one. 243 years old. That's how old Glory feels, right? Old, proud, patriotic, shooting fireworks. Some of you may get drunk. Some of you may end up at a toilet. Some of you may end up eating barbecue, having fun with family. I don't care what it is. It's the 4th of July weekend. So, so, some of you may be enjoying also professional wrestling. Is SummerSlam coming up? Because I would say it is. It's going to be in Toronto, Ontario. It's going to be one hell of a time. I don't know what's going to go down for the card at Extreme Rules. Will Alexa Bliss defeat Bailey? Some may see Nikki Cross. I think it should be a triple threat. I think it may be interesting. I mean, I don't know. I don't know, folks. Oh, and winner takes all uh, between Baron Corbin, that plank, Lacey Evans. And Becky Lynch. So it's an intergender. The women can hit the men, I guess, and the women and men can do vice versa. I don't know and don't care. Because to me, I don't know yet about extreme rules. The attendance I heard was really low, but who cares? You know what? Wrestling is wrestling to me. I mean, it takes my mind off of bullshit that, you know, we all have to deal with every day, like such as paying bills or, you know, just being an adult in general. So, oh, yeah, and next week, folks, I do have a guest that might actually surprise some of you. I do have a guest. His name is Ezra Zealous. So tune in next Tuesday at 5 or 6.30 Eastern, 5.30 Central. He will be calling in five minutes. After I do some following introductions, the show will be two hours long. And if you have any questions or you would like to ask Ezra questions, feel free to call in. He'll be on my show for half an hour to an hour, depending on how much he's actually enjoying the show. Now, that being said, a lot of things are changing. Some, you know, this week. I made good on my promise to make it on Monday, and now I'm making good on my promise to make it on Tuesday. But back to the point, to the discussion at hand. So, WWE actually has a chaotic show. I'm shocked. It doesn't have to be chaotic for it to be a show. There's There was very little promo. And that was a major concern 
from a lot of fans who complain anyways. They complain about who's being booked in the main event, who's being booked as a tag team. It doesn't matter to me. The club, which was a project in the making for three fucking years, and it finally came to fruition. AJ Styles with Gallows Carl Anderson. So I must tell you that it's nice to see things changing on Monday Night Raw. Because if they did not change, three hours is a wee bit too long for all of us to sit there and watch. And the viewership still is decreasing. But now that there's intrigue that somebody actually crashed through a Tron. I mean, this is not Braun Strowman's first walk in the park with the Titan Tron, okay? So they just call it Tron for short. He speared Bobby Lashley into the freaking electric LED and trying to outdo the barefoot incident, you know, on thumbtacks. I mean, Janela, Jesus Christ, dude. I don't know if I would like that idea either, you know. Wrestling Moxley, he gets so extreme to the point where it makes you go, gee. It's wrestling again, because this is what we saw at ECW. They used to have a magazine called Pro Wrestling Illustrated. But I guess you can download that now. You can download everything as an app. Smart move to change it and, and advance yourself with technology when it comes to professional wrestling. So, anyways, those two comparisons, the extreme, if falls count anywhere, hardcore match between Moxley and Janela, the match to start off and kick off Monday Night Raw, Instead of mic this, mic that, microphone this, microphone that. Can you say, wow, they had to put, you know, you got the legit holy shit chant from Corey Graves. I mean, I had to rewatch it on Hulu right after I got off work. But I can tell you, it's kind of like, what just happened? How did we get to this point? And... I'm not complaining, you know why? Because for the first time in a minute, I can't sit here and find anything wrong with Monday Night Raw. Of course, the whole Shane McMahon getting involved in matches, things needs to quit because you have a bunch of people on the roster that are fully capable, man. But other than that, what a Monday Night Raw. They're just trying to soften up Roman before the Extreme Rules match with Undertaker and Roman. And the reason why I'm sounding so tired, folks, is, well, a really long day at work, and it was uh, interesting, to say the least, and, you know, not in a bad way, but in a holy crap, you know, uh, I've got a podcast to plan for, and I cannot believe WWE actually had a show for an hour and a half, almost two. Nothing but straight-up matches. You know, yeah, you fit a promo in there, at least one. I didn't say you can cut them out entirely, but geez Louises. I'm glad. I'm happy. It's not every day that you see WWE getting into the swing of things. You had Ricochet versus AJ Styles. And normally, folks... I, you know, the end would be a shake of hands, blah, blah, blah. Between AJ and Ricochet, 
I was happy to see that the club, you know, attacked Ricochet at the end, give give the folks some intrigue, give you guys, gives the show life. It makes people talk about it, buzz about it, like the good old days. Now that you got the club, I wonder what AEW's response will be. We'll just see, you know. AEW had an event in Illinois. WWE had, you know, dwindling attendance again. But facts still remain, man. Will, how long, you know, the Street Profits were introduced and they're from NXT. Is it a big deal when NXT goes to Maine? Yes. To try, you know, have more than one just the plain old WWE Tag Team Championships online every single week. So let's give the fans a new look. Let's give them the Street Profits, which kind of is reminiscent of Harlem Heat. A little touch of JTG and whatever, Crime Time Chad. I mean, this is this is a nice refreshers course because here's what I say. To have. Monday Night Raw be good again? That's kind of a rarity. Like I said last night, on last night's show. If you don't have some substance behind your show, and by substance meaning like a good story for the fans to be told, then the fans will find a new storybook to write the chapters for them, memory-wise. And we will all be like, yeah, this is um, this is decent. This is this is amazing, is what it is. So, here's what I'm gonna say. Whenever you watch a show, whenever you watch a concert, you're looking for a certain song. You're looking for a certain element in your show that makes your show. Look good, for example, Game of Thrones, a concert. It could be any range from metal to R&B to country to hip-hop to punk, whatever you choose genre-wise. You always look for that certain element. Well, in professional wrestling, some people like hardcore, some people like uh, comedic wrestling, some people just like wrestling in general. I don't care. As long as it's a fucking show, then it's a fucking show. If it's not, then uh, why tune in? So... Monday Night Raw gave us all a reason to tune in. Now, tonight on SmackDown Live, are we going to see more, more extreme measures? Are we going to see guys go off the stage? Are we going to see them go through tables? Are we going to finally see Giggin? Because if you really want to invite AEW into this war, which they already are much, they have made their presence felt with Moxley, Jericho, Janela, you name them. Jungle Boy, they have a list, folks. They are not shy about using it, okay? Now, as I twiddle and twaddle with my glasses, and obviously fingerprint them up, what I'm going to tell you is I've seen some of this before. It's called ECW. Now, if we were to combine all the extreme elements from ECW and throw them all in a bundle and Say, hey, they did this moment. Hey, they did that moment. I would tell you, you're boring to your face. Because now, 
the focus is people are so snippety, smarkety about what entertains them and how they would book shit, first of all. I've said this before and I'll say it again. If you are not a promoter, if you are not a booker, please shut your fucking face. You can suggest things, but make sure that it's helpful suggesting because or helpful suggestions only because there just isn't there's no satisfying a group of people. And just wait till AEW has their shows. They're gonna they say, I can't criticize the show, blah blah blah. Well then they did their job because you can't criticize it. Also folks, it's really annoying when you start people or name dropping like I said hello to Joe, you know, or I said hello to uh, John Good or whatever, you know, whoever's name. Just stop doing that shit, please. And then there's the people that do it anyway, so what can you do? Anyways, getting back on track here. So, chaotic, raw, exciting AEW. And by exciting, I mean you will not find... A group of guys or gals. Sorry, I yawned. You will not find a group of guys or gals that isn't dedicated more so than both WWE and AEW to put on a show for the fans. Putting on a show for the fans means showing up, giving, you know, not just a a basic wrestling match, but sometimes basic is what entertains some fuckers. So, what I'm trying to put into layman's terms is they're giving us a show, and I think this is a good this is a good start because it took how long for WWE to get on board? Doesn't matter. They're they're on the fucking ship now, and they're trying to set sail with success. Because if they didn't, I guarantee you, if they would have teased the club, the fans would have been like, "Fuck it, you guys don't want to conceptualize ideas and make them come true for fans, then fuck you." Is what the point where some fans are at with WWE. But they made amends with fans. Let me answer this question, folks, because where would I go to mark myself as a professional wrestler if I'm only there for see here. Um, let's see here. Trying to answer this person's question. Let's see here. If you're a professional wrestler, you want to invest in yourself. You don't want none of this. I can only go halfway. So your show is going to be halfway. That's just that's just it. You know. You have to go to a good wrestling school. It all depends on who trains you. And so, ah, Jesus. Okay, so 
if you're a professional wrestler and you say you've been going to different, you've been to two different schools. Okay, so which schools have you been to? Okay, if you've been, you went where? I've never heard of that school. Just, okay. Invest in yourself, go to monsterfactory.org. Go see Danny Cage. He's really good. Trust everyone's word about that because, look, that riddle, Cutler, just to name a few that have come from Monster Factory. that have made presences felt, or their presences felt, I should say. So my friend, the answer to your question is, you don't feel like you're going anywhere in your wrestling school and you want to go to a school that's credible, well then pick up your shit, go to the said school, move close to Jersey, because I suggest you go to Factory or Wildcat Sports, whatever the case, whatever, you know, school you decide to go to. That Wildcat Sports is located in New Orleans, Head trainer Luke Hawk. I mean, they have coaches, folks, that teach you, you know, the ropes of professionals. So you've been doing it two or three years. Okay, so my advice again is to go to either a school that's credible name. You want to get to WWE, AEW, wherever. You invest in yourself. You watch what the current product is doing, but you make it better. Doesn't mean you have to plagiarize entirely, but you know, just do the best you can. Anyways, moving forward, I think it's great that Monday Night Raw and AEW are, you know, finally starting this fist fight because WWE didn't even have gloves. And I'm being nice because normally, like I said, bashing them would say they didn't have gloves. You just started bashing them. No, dude, it's fucking being real. And for those of you who are too pussy, like to be, you know, saying shit about, well, this company, that company. You're just bashing just to bash. No, I'm just telling the real about what has been going on. They lost over 500,000 viewers in one week. They've had to tarp off probably majority of their seats in the last two shows, man. The low, lowest attendance, 2,500. WWE Raw now just got explosive because the Tron fucking exploded. Two people went through it, Bobby Lashley and Braun Strowman. And then, again, you know, AJ attacking Ricochet after feigning a handshake to others. Or handshake to Ricochet, my bad. It means that they're actually paying attention to what the audience wanted, even though it took three years. See, there's little tidbits and little nitpicks uh, that I can do, okay? But not too many this week, because this week was full of less promos, more action, which is what the fans have been requesting. You have a three-hour time slot to fill. You have AEW on your fucking heels now. The company in which has only been around for a few months. Can I nitpick at them? Uh, Yeah, if I may, just... They've probably heard this, but it's just... You have all these people on your roster, and you only showcase how many people on said roster... You have Jimmy Havoc, Jungle Boy, you have Taya, you have Tessa Blanchard, you have Awesome Kong, Gail Kim, you know, Cody Rhodes, Chris Jericho, Kenny Omega, Joey Janela, John Moxley, Dillinger, or whatever he goes by now. You have all these people 
And you have way, you know, the idea is to how what showcase your talent, right? So they showcased their talent. All 72 people got showcased. I mean, double or nothing, it showcased a, a card suit, battle royal, so whatever card suit you were, that's the order you came out. Very creative, very good. My question is, folks, with all these people on the roster and with all the shows that they're doing now, what happens when they go to live TV and they've already expended all their energy? Some people may ask, okay, well, <laughs> why are you so, uh, why are you tearing down AEW? No, I'm not tearing them down. I'm just questioning. Because the last time a company did this, they putted their way out because some people took over. So AEW has complete control from Chris Jericho, Tony Khan, uh, American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes. Certain guys have invested their time and their money and even sacrificed certain things just to get to this point. AEW is black and gold, kind of uh, across a darker gold, I guess, than NXT. But that's black and yellow. Or they could say the black and gold, but whatever. The point is, there's already people being intrigued by certain things. It's not just flippy, flippy shit that you get from the Young Bucks. It's not just boring ass, you know, submission maneuvers and more flippy, flippy shit from Chris Jericho. And, you know, you see a lot of amazing things between Cody Rhodes and Dustin Rhodes. That was an amazing match. So the question is, can you continue the momentum is my only question to AEW. There's a lot of questions already with WWE. That's not a problem with me. You know, just asking certain questions. Like, why, you know, why? where has this Monday Night Raw been? I've said this some on some occasions. Like, this magic is pretty cool, man. The magic that they've created... For fans to see, like, okay, this is what we're capable of, and this is what we've been holding back from you. That's the magic that I'm talking about. The type of show that gives you a certain type of feeling that you can get hooked onto. Not a certain type of feeling that makes you go, can I turn this channel, please? Can I really fucking turn it? Can I turn it now? Is it time to turn the channel? That was Monday Night Raw before. Now the after Raw. Now that's a sexy beast. That is the Monday Night Raw that I would tune into every week. If I saw more intriguing stories between the club and Ricochet, but don't overdo it. Because now the shield's out, so now you have the club. I don't care. I'm happy as a clam to see this. I'm also happy as a clam to see the fact that ECW has reared its ugly head into AEW. Because I get my extreme, and I also get my entertainment from World Wrestling Entertainment. Although, there's been a lack thereof for the last four and a half, five weeks or more in the start of 2019. And folks, this is not... We've barely just begun. 
I'm glad the WWE had a great WrestleMania for the first time in a while. I'm glad that AEW is giving us shows too because it gives you a variety. It gives us a choice. Okay. Now, Angel Fishes. If you would like to, this is the start of uh, the advertisement. If you'd like to kick cancer square in the ass, you can do so by going to visit several websites associated with the cause to fight the good fight against cancer. Cancer sucks. If you have family members or loved ones that have a certain type of cancer, be sure to support your loved one. Go to susangcohen.org, findthecure.com. There's just several more websites that are really good helps helping AIDS to help find a cure against cancer. All right, folks. If you'd like to invest in yourself, go to monsterfactory.org. For more information about Monster Factory, you can Google it. You can do whatever. Download the app. There's Factory Fridays. There's shows occasionally on Saturdays. There's birthday parties. He is in Danny Cage. Invest in yourself. Go to monsterfactory.org. For more information about the school, the phone number is located on the, directly on the website. If you scroll down, the number will be right there. Call. Do not conversate. Get to the point. Invest in yourself. Make your dreams of becoming a professional wrestler come true by investing in yourself and joining the world-famous, and I do say this reemphasized, world-famous Monster Factory. Again, monsterfactory.org. Good school, folks. I visited twice, and I have nothing but good things to say about it. Anyways. All right, folks. Buckle your seatbelts, because if you don't like what I have to say. There's explicit language that is about to be said on air. And if you have small children, please put your headphones on because I am not about to apologize for what I'm going to say. And it's not bad. It's just, you know, thought process-wise, you know, it's me. Bunkies in the truck. Hit my music. Take it. So, folks, there's a lot of remaining questions for AEW and WWE. Here's the pros and cons of both. I can't believe I found pros and cons to me asking questions. Pros. It's what they're well aware of, AEW. Cons. WWE already knows that I bitched so much that they started listening or they just didn't give a fuck and they just started doing their own thing and helping the audience gain a sense of appreciation and not a sense of loathing about what they hear on a regular basis. Your company sucks. It used to be good. We used to watch it back in the day of the Attitude Era. That's the greatest era of professional wrestling. Okay, I ain't going to lie. I watched both WCW and WWE during that time. I can tell you, shit would get intense in middle school when watching WCW battle WWE. Now, you fast forward 
22, actually, yeah, 22 years later, you have WWE, AEW, All Elite Wrestling. My question to All Elite Wrestling is what makes you a pay grade above your competition? New Japan, Ring of Honor, WWE, Impact Wrestling. Or, you know, in the spirit of competition, everyone says, well, it's good to have competition. It's good to have this. It's good to have that. I don't know, man. Things things can get ugly when it's a wrestling competition. It's just, you know, it's childish and petty. It's something that happens, you know, between competing workplaces like Target, Walmart, Sam's Club, Walmart, anything Walmart. Not really, but... You get what I'm saying? When it gets competitive at the workplace, you might say to yourself, gee, what in the hell's going on? We thought, you know, this is going to be fun. It is. Again, so, I, you know, I have questions for both WWE and AEW. So AEW has over 70 people on their roster. And you've seen some of them fight. In matches, and you've seen some of them. Actually, the majority of the bulk of main event is Cody Rhodes, Kingman Page, Joey Janela, Kenny Omega, John Moxley. I don't know what Dillinger's name is in AEW. I'm pretty sure one of you can fill me in, but I've been 34 minutes already into the show, folks, and I'm already like trying just to focus on one point in my notes. Okay, so. What I'm going to tell you is it's not difficult to see that there's actual competition between AEW and WWE. Some say that they're not competing against one another. You'd be a fucking fool. It makes for a good wrestling show. It makes for a good product to be presented by both. You look at WWE, they're in the doldrums, they're losing ratings, they need something. And voila, the incident with Bret Hart kind of got attention in the wrong kind of way. And then again, you have AEW. And uh, Brett was seen showing a title there. So, does this all balance out? Yes, no, maybe. So, look, Brett's past his prime. What does he need to prove by, you know, inciting controversy? I mean, he just revealed the championship. Is it a big deal? He's inducted into the Hall of Fame for a second time, but, you know, who's counting? Hall of Fame, AEW is referenced as a pisshand company. Would that motivate you uh, as a company to produce way better quality product than WWE? Sure. But WWE just had a holy shit moment on live air with Corey Graves, and I've watched the replay several times. I mean, the spear into the fucking Tron. I mean, whose right idea was that? You probably got glass shards in your back, but I'm I'm happy. I'm happy that they gave the fans a new look. What else? Cesaro squashed No Way Jose, and that's, I think, 
what No Way Jose should have been in NXT. He was not that entertaining, but at least that got taken care of. You had several people who came in, like Canellis, Maria Canellis. I mean, I know how intergender wrestling can be a thing. Some people enjoy just the gossip. I enjoy it because it's something new. It's a new look. It's fresh, and it helps the company have a variety on the card versus being stagnant and stale. However, my question to you, WWE, is will this continue? Will this show, this type of show, continue to impress fans? I'm not saying crush the fucking Tron every week. Oh, wow. That was innovative. That was new. That was different. Also, again, what match stood out at AEW? Well, that's several because they were doing it live stream and they were doing it free. Actually, they're going to do their pay-per-view free. They as in AEW. The circulation, dude, 72,000 people for a 23,000-seat event. And it sold out in 15 minutes. That's unbelievable. WWE trying to get tickets for Stomping Ground was like pulling teeth. There's only 6,000 people. They're literally giving the tickets away. Hey, you get free tickets. Hey, we'll take a cut on profit. Don't worry, folks. They made up for it with T-shirts. So... I can just tell you right now, sometimes a company loses viewership. Does that mean their sales decrease? In WWE's case, I don't know. I'd have to look at the actual sales of t-shirts and knickknacks and whatnot. But I, from what I can tell you, Is that you're just gonna let's see here. So what I can tell you is there's just a lot of factors that roll into will WWE succeed, fail, pass, or just, you know, completely get dominated by AEW. We don't know. And that's the beauty part of it. So I can just tell you a continuation from last night's speech from me is that a lot of people assume that WWE is just going to hide and run, tuck their tails and run. You do realize who we're dealing with here. Vince is still around. He's been around for a lot of wars from wrestling companies, territories that have tried to put him out of business and it gets nerve wracking gets to be very very unnerving when you're in his position but also there's a lot of questions about AEW too now all the fans are jumping on the bandwagon already I am interested as well but I'll admit I would like to see developments unfold before it all comes to fruition because if 
AEW does all, you know, puts out all the good fireworks, you know, for display. Do they realize, you know, that's kind of wasteful in certain ways as far as, you know, showcasing Moxley the way they're showcasing him? Fans are loving it. They're eating it up. They're loving the product that's being shown. But I will say this. It's healthy. It's healthy to have competition. It's healthy to ensure the fans that they're going to get a professional wrestling show because if not, it's just going to suck ass for wrestling fans in general. It is already wars between WWE, AEW fans. And it's kind of funny reading the comment boards about all this shit because we as fans know that there's going to be people telling us how to feel and what to watch and what we should watch out for and what not to do and what not to say. There's some idiots, though, that really need to learn some of that basic shit about what not to say. And I've got 18 minutes left. Yay! It sounds like I'm timing myself, but folks, I do have to eat, so I'm not going to end the show just because of that, but I am going to say the following. To anybody that's pro-company, it's just like forcing your religion down your throat. Don't fucking do it. If you like AEW and you want to shove AEW down someone's throat, here's the thought. First, let them watch it to gain a sense of what AEW is about. Same thing with WWE. Do not be fucking stuck on the fact that, oh, Monday Night Raw had Braun Strowman get put through the fucking trauma by Bobby Lashley or whatever the fuck happened. I'm so tired of people just saying, well, this moment outshines your moment. No, dude. Moments are moments, and wrestling is wrestling. So I think it's good that we get competition. I think it's awesome that we get to see both sides duking it out, taking the gloves off, and just going at it like two boxers in the middle of a fucking ring or like two dogs fighting over a bone, that bone being the fans. Do you have them hooked? Yep. They got us hooked now. And on that note, folks, please join us next week. I will not be doing a 4th of July special because that's just not it. So, if you didn't like what good old Brian Rails had to say, and I got three choice words for you, forget about it. Oh, and uh, by the way, Granny says, go Raiders. She's, she, you know, I decided to let her rest, folks, because... I said next Tuesday, I will be flying solo on WrestleRadio Network Tuesday edition, 6.30, 5.30 p.m. Central, or 6.30, 6.30 Eastern, 5.30 p.m. Central. Join me and Ezra Zealous, who will be our guest next week. I would elaborate a lot more, but I'm a hungry folks, so... Take care. Enjoy your 4th of July. Happy 4th, everybody. Happy 243rd, America. Love you. But I got to eat. Dig it. Look in my eyes.
cult of personality. A cult of personality. 